three, two, one. And hitting the button now. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Mission 212, a palindromic edition of the Cantina Mickey's podcast. My name is John Jabu, glad to have you with us. Uh, we have a full slate of topics that we must get to very quickly uh, here on the Cantina Mickey's podcast. We won't uh, dilly-dally too much. We have to talk uh, a Leaks Cup. There's a final uh, games played yesterday in uh, Los Angeles and in Cruz Azul. And then we'll talk about Liga Mekis and we'll talk about uh, other leagues around the world and an upcoming call-ups and whatever else uh, we end up discussing here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. Loyal listeners know can sometimes go into some very interesting directions, which uh, this evening, but it's great to be back uh, with you guys. Uh, my name is John Jagu. I have a, a full slate of folks joining us tonight here at the Cantina Mekis podcast. We're on Discord, actually, right now. And I'm not sure, uh, Chiquis, so maybe you could explain. Well, if you're on Discord, if you're listening to this live, you can probably uh, request to join our little conversation here. And um, with that, but without further ado, let's introduce our panel. Joining us from... Kyle, Texas. Alberto El Chiquis Canta joins us. Uh, Chiquis, you were in Houston last night, so you'll give us a, a full report on that. Yeah, Houston was uh, pretty pretty fun. Uh, been to a few Dynamo games. That was definitely one of the uh, most packed uh, stadiums and uh, loud stadiums, I would say, in Houston with American Tigres. And yeah, Discord... Uh, pretty easy audio app for chatting usually a lot of gamers use it um so that's what we're on and yeah we can if need be have guests pretty easily uh so yeah glad to glad to be here with you guys well thanks to chickies and again we'll get your uh, we'll get your full uh, full report on what was happening both inside and outside bbba stadium in downtown houston and also joining us from uh southern california is joel Aceves. Joel, how are you, sir? Hey, Ole John. I am doing very good. I'm still still enjoying that Carlos Vela golazo he kicked us the other night. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it was it four guys he faked out in 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 in, in, in yard box? Joel, was that four? Yes, sir. And the guy sliding just just came. it was the cherry on the top. The last guy that tried to slide in, right, do a last ditch save. It was it was it was a very nice goal, probably one of you know definitely a goal that uh, uh, would 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 be nominated for uh, for the the Pushkash, which uh, which also came out with their list of nominations this week. Which we, we... It, it, it's a bittersweet goal, though, John. You know it is, it is. Uh, I think I think that that's. But we'll talk we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll, we'll let you have one little one little. Here and then we'll, then we'll move on. Go ahead, bittersweet goal. Well, my two hermanos are not gonna like this, but you know, hang on, hang on a second, hang on, hang on. Let me get the chi hermano, let me get the chi hermanos ready. Okay, the chi, the chi hermanos are ready. Hold on. 
Yeah, man, because it's more likely that if Bella did go to Liga MX, that he would play with America. <laughs> he is closer no. to Coapa than to than to Guadalajara, man. Verde if, Valle if, is far away. And, uh, we will uh, we'll talk about this uh, in a moment. But if I'm not mistaken, Joel, there was uh, there was some very bad blood when when Bella left uh, Chivas. So. There wasn't deep, sir. Yeah, yeah. But we'll talk. We got to introduce other people, Joel, so we don't want to. You know, we got to, we got to, we got to, we got to, we can't, we can't blow our wad in the first 15 seconds of the show. You know. So, you know, let's, let's pace ourselves. Let's pace ourselves. But, but, but I, but I do know where you're going. Before we get to that, though, we will talk, we'll talk a league's cup, like I said, before we do that, we do have to introduce one last person. Joining us from from where 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 are we being joined from this evening? Philly, I'm still in Philly right I'm now. Still in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, uh, around the, Philadelphia, who's having a very good uh, MLS season, Ron. Uh, the Union, yeah, doing well, yeah, it's about time. Uh, how, how much of that is due to uh, Marco Fabian? What is what is what is the the the, the Fabian? Uh, well, a temperature. What is his temperature there in Philadelphia? Is he has he been good for them, bad for them? Uh, different? Well, from the first, uh, I remember the first couple of weeks when he came on board, I did see a lot of his, you know, face plastered on billboards, you know, in and around the city. Um, but I, like, I haven't seen any really more billboards on him. Like, you know, like the hype is kind of like, you know, over. Well, uh, aside from the hype, I mean, I mean, how, how much has he actually helped the team? Um. I think it, I think it's more of a combination of I mean not one player but just you know the team being a, a bit more you know a bit more cohesiveness uh, than before you know but uh, I mean they still have to finish the you know strong you know and that's one of you know that's always been the, the case of Philadelphia is that you know they 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 tend to burn out towards the end you know you know uh, that that's uh something that I, that, that I notice uh, that happens with, with Dallas and Houston you know, toward the end of the MLS season. Cause I mean, they're playing the, you know, the second half of the season in the worst possible time you could play. <laughs> and, 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 and the teams just get worn down. Yeah. It, it ended up costing, uh, it ended up costing uh, Wilmer Cabrera his job there at the at Dynamo with, with a team. Second half of the year slide, but it's tough. I mean, Ron, you live down here. I mean, it's you know, it's hard running for, and, and it's not just you know they have to do it during the week too. So it's not like they're you know just playing in it you know once every two weeks. I mean, they're they're in it constantly. It's it, it wears on you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No, I know. I know you've gone soft on us there up in uh, up in Philadelphia. You probably. Uh, you I don't know, think I take, could take. I don't think I could take that. That humidity. Eighty-five degrees and. 60% humidity, you're probably, I mean, you're probably, I didn't, frankly, you're I mean, probably what, what, No, when I was over there, it's like, you know, when I used to live out there, it, it, it never bothered me. I was just so used to it, you know? Right. Uh, but like I said, you know, you know, being up here for so many years now, I mean, you know, like June, July, you know, it's kind of unbearable for me, you know, right now. I, I kind of, I got used to the cold. I like, actually, like, I like the cold now uh, more than the, than the heat. So... So that's it's pretty uh, like I said. I mean, 
I mean, I was, you know, when I was watching the game, you know, I'm in and all those guys, you know, they were playing. It's like the, it's like not even like, the, seemed like the shirts were already drenched before the, you know, the, the, the kickoff. Right. Right. And, and so, I mean, it's, it was a tough game and I'm surprised they played at the pace that they did for as long as they did both teams, you know? And, uh, I mean, cause, um, you know, they played, you know, America played, what was it, Toluca? And played them in Toluca. So you're, right. you're I, mean, I mean, and you're playing in that, at that, you know, elevation. And then, you, you know, you come down to basically almost like, almost sea level. Well, don't forget, I mean, that, that is a huge advantage to, to, uh, to, to, to those teams. Because when you go, I mean, I speak from experience. You know, when you live at altitude for as long as you do, and you go down and do something at sea level, you're going to have a lot more uh, lung capacity. A lot yeah. more. Yeah. You know, and also, I mean, I know that, you know, it's hot, but I mean, it's like, you know, you know, as soon as the sun goes down, it, it's not nearly as, as awful as, uh, as it could be. And, uh, you know, the sun's starting to go down a little later. So they, they had that. No, it was, uh, of course, I think what we're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, is the, uh, the League's Cup match that was played in Houston last night. Yeah. Well, was it last night or was it? Oh, I mean, oh or was it Tuesday night? It was Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday night. Well, I don't know what the hell it was. It was. It was it was it was earlier in the week, and uh, Chikis, you were uh, you were in, uh, in 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 Houston uh, for, for the Cantina Mekis podcast, and uh, you got to uh, experience it firsthand, as you mentioned. Uh, you know, uh, aside from the game, Chikis, uh, what, what what were your uh, your thoughts on on this whole? Uh... I was uh, well. First of all, the the stands. I was looking at the uh, the fans and want to see how they were. They were supporting the teams when I first got there. Mm-hmm. I could hear the uh, the Tigres fans pretty loud. Um, they were they were packed pretty much their section, and they were singing and everything at the beginning of the game. And uh, you got there early, did they? Were yeah, they they were actually there, and and I think it was interesting because the America side was sort of sparse, and there was not too many, uh, a few flags and things. But it, as the game went on, it, it seemed to be really intentional because they put up that flag. <laughs> They put up that banner that's, that said, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, what did they say? We're here late. Or no, we're here late because we're playing a Kipo Chico. So, <laughs> so they, it's, you know, the, the Monumental guys, they, they pretty much planned that. They planned to arrive late. They planned to then put that banner up. And what I really liked was well, they, I mean, they switched banners as the game went. They had like other really? banners that they rotated in. Uh, that one was only there for the beginning uh, of the you know when they that was the first banner they put up, and then and that was it. They put the other banners up, uh, rotated them, and then they were actually the loudest throughout the whole rest of the game. They were just singing like crazy, and I put a video of both sides um, in the, of the second half on the Twitter account. Um, but yeah, the America fans were uh, definitely had took the best, uh, were the loudest, and you know did a good job towards the whole. Throughout the whole game, I made uh, Tigres fans sort of just faded off as the game went through. But yeah, it was pretty pretty fun. So does anyone know? Does anyone know how much cash is is, is in? I mean, what the, what the prize money for is for this uh, little tournament? Because I'm guessing it's going to be a little heftier than uh, prize money should be. I do not know. I don't know if that's up. ever been disclosed. They should disclose that. So they make it, make it part of the whole... Uh, part. 
That would have been a good question for uh, uh, while I was over there for Gabe. <laughs> Gabe Gabor. Yeah. Actually, was, you know what? I think I will because I, I I'm going to be in in, uh, in in Las Vegas. He did say that uh, that uh, that was the second most. It was interesting. He said that was the second most uh, attended game in the in the BBVA Stadium in Houston. There, uh, the first one actually being a, a playoff game against uh, I think it was. Or, no, it was Seattle. I think it was Seattle and Houston was the number one. Um, he also uh, started the press conference with Tuca after the game, and uh, Tuca had to sort of steer it in the typical direction of una dama, por favor. <laughs> so he uh, he made sure and then gave followed suit and made sure to ask any ladies if they wanted to ask a question first, and a couple did, and then the men were able to join. Oh, it, but after that, I got to tell you this. Uh, after the press conference, there's this one Argentinian guy. Argentinian guy, he was just, like, yelling at some other guy. He said, he's the one that's a male chauvinist, uh, like, uh, forcing the women to, to ask, the, or ask the first question, and he was like, just, like, complaining. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. He was some Argentina press guy over there. Was he was he domestic or was he uh, like like from Argentina? Argentina. He was from Argentina. He had like the straight Argentina accent. Uh, I don't know if he, it, it didn't sound. He was an older guy too. He was like gray haired older guy. So, so you he don't know if he like was domestic. I don't think he was, you know, from the states or anything. It seems like he's from. I mean, he might be new to the states or so. I don't. I have no idea. It was pretty interesting to hear him complain and sort of out of anger really like complain about Tuca being uh <laughs> you know trying yeah I mean did he do that in how, front of how, how long has how long has Tuca no. been I'd seriously because you know what would happen if that if that happened in front well of Tuca said in the, yeah, yeah. In the press conference he says you do things to my face <laughs> unless you're or, or if you're not if you don't do things to my face you're a coward but now Tuca and apparently somebody uh like threw some he actually said uh, he actually said orine. He said he said they threw beer or piss and stuff on him, and so that's why he complained during the first half with one of the fans. Uh, and Gignac was like trying to look and identify who it was, and uh, and in the press conference he clearly said because they asked him what you know what happened. He said there's some guy uh, attacked him, and so he said, but he did it from behind, and and he says those kind of guys are cowards because I'm a I'm a person who who do who does things the uh, frente. So, I call bullshit on that. I call bullshit on that. Oh yeah, that's a typical response from, uh, you know. From yeah, because uh, you remember, I mean, you can Google the thing with Duca, you know, where he was trying to get, you know, other people to remember. I think he, at the time he was he was trying to get, uh, which this is, was surprising because, I mean, you, you would think that his loyalties would be with Pumas, you know, but it seems like he has like his. He, I think his loyalties are, are more with you know the Tigres organization. But remember, he was trying to. He was trying to get other people to rough up uh, these fans from 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 Pumas. You remember that a couple of years back? No. Oh. When he was no? in, when he was with Tigres. Yeah, when he was at Tigres. Like he was telling to, tell, to rough to rough to to, to be, be physically violent. In fact, I'm, I'm gonna start with Atuta Ferretti. Let's see. I'm trying to Google this. 
Well, that's a, that's a typical like guy who wants to stand up for. I mean, you don't like to be made a fool of and get thrown beer at you from because the, the the stands are pretty close to the bench there, and people were throwing things at Noel Guzman during penalty kicks, and and that's even further away than from where Tuca was. So they could they could have got Tuca pretty easily, and apparently they they did. I didn't see it. Um, and they're pointing, trying to find who was who was doing that, and, and so he got pretty. He expressed some uh, upset feelings after the game, calling the guy a coward and and all of that. But yeah, I don't I, I don't blame him for that. But things happen. You know, I I think uh, just going off of uh, Tuca Tuca's loyalty with Tigres. I think that organization has given him so much. I, I do see him as being, and John, you might want to do earmuffs. I do see Tuca. Uh, only voy a discutir con usted. More tiger than Puma. Well, I think that has to do with Mejia uh, Baron, you know. And well, I mean, he, no, I mean Mejia, Mejia Baron. He's, he's with uh, he's been with that institution now for a long time. Yeah. So I mean, so, I mean. And, and, I mean, he really Tuka. did mellow Tuca out uh, when, when, when he got there. So, I mean, that's that's. He, he did what to him? He mellowed him out. He he he. I mean, he's he's like he's like his bench coach. Oh. Okay. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mejia Baron, Ron, doesn't he watch the game from the from above? Yeah, he does. He, they he he still gets you know. I mean, I, I'm by no means am I you know taking credit you know taking anything away from Tuca, but Mejia Baron he does. It's kind of like it, it's kind of like uh, remember that type of relationship that La Puente had with uh, Nacho Palau. Yeah, I mean it's a it, it's a bench coach. It's a, it's a, it's the guy that the coach, you know, he asks for advice from 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 this guy. Yeah, yeah, but the what thing is, that, see, yeah, but but he's not really the bench. He's actually more up 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 on in the stands in the palco. You know, no, no the, I understand the, that, but I mean, but the, but the position is called the bench coach. Yeah, like yeah, he's the, he's the coach's coach. Yeah, so like basically. You know what? You know, and, and it's funny because back then, you know, La Puente was crucified for this, or you know, uh, Nacho Palau is like, you know, why the hell are you, you know, you, having a coach from America and you know, really it's La Puente doing that, you know, from up in the, up in the palcos with a, with a, with a walkie-talkie, you know, but yeah, it was it was America, you know, can attack them and and but and uh, Tuca's son, I don't know his name, but he also works with Tigres. I mean, it's an institution that just roped him in, and if he has that would family be working el, el, there, el tucatito. so I do think uh, we're gonna see Tuca just linked with Tigres for a long time. Even after he retires, he might just be there as. Uh, well, I mean, I mean do, honestly, do you know, looks. Do you know if Tuca's a naturalized citizen in Mexico yet? I don't see how he couldn't be. I mean, he's been there for almost fifty years now. So he I'm never sure he is. <laughs> I don't, I, I, for some reason, I thought, I read somewhere that he wasn't, you know, but it's like, I don't see him leaving, dude. I mean, I don't see him buying Ferraris in, 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 in Brazil, you know what I mean? No, Tuca's Tuka, going to, he's going to say, he'll probably do end up doing TV. Oh, you see him Tuka, doing TV? Tuca'd be great. Tuca would be great for TV, man. He's, you know, he's got, he's, he's got the looks. He's got a great uh, temperament, you know, and well, not temperament, but personality. He's, he'd be perfect for TV. I, I gotta, you would have to offer him a lot of money because Tuca does not need money. This guy is, he's set, man. He is. I mean, he's, he's already not, set. 
you, you know you what? And, and that's the thing about about, about you know, we talk about Liga MX and we talk about how coaches. I mean, they just you know didn't didn't Chelis get canned this week? Is that who got yes, the, sir. the So he'll be back first, and he'll be back. What by you know twenty twenty one? He would have to wear to next season uh, just because of the league rules. And so, so, it's, so we're talking four games into the season, and the coach has already been, you know, and Tuca has been at Tigres for 10 years. Yeah, they gave him, seems like they just gave him free reign, and uh, it's worked for them. Yeah, so he, I mean, he is not going to go anywhere. Well, when is his contract end? Didn't he say that he was going to retire after his contract? Yeah, 2020. So he's going to retire then, huh? For good. He's going to leave when Chua Comet appears in the sky. Oh. <laughs> I guarantee you, if he wouldn't have won with Chivas, uh, uh, with, uh, with Chivas you wouldn't have uh, to go around, you know, so many years later after the fact. I don't know, man. I don't know. I do think that helped him a lot, but the fact that he scored a goal against America to win it—you uh, know—right <laughs> off the bat, you know people are gonna love him for that. Right off the bat, you know. Yeah, I mean, Tuca's a—he's a legend as a player and a coach. I mean, I mean, aside from that goal, which was just—you know—what a great, what a way to end your career. I mean, your last goal. In, in, in your last ever, in, in the last ever game you played, happens to be a, a game, a game winner in a final from a free kick when you're, you know, in your late thirties or whatever it was. I mean, it just couldn't some, have asked for some, a better way to go out. Just knew when to hang the boots, man. You know, hate to see some of these players. Just yeah, I mean, and he, he's the, you know, you know, Ron, he's the second leading scorer in uh, in, in Pumas history, behind Cavino. I'm just look. I didn't know that he was. He, he apparently became a dad again at 62. Like this was two years ago. Oh damn! <laughs> damn dude. Oh shit! Didn't know that still about. Still scoring goals. <laughs> you still want to show me your cucumber? Some bombazo. Yeah, Tuca. Yeah, no man. He's he's gonna be around for a long time. Yeah. No, and, it's funny and, that yeah. the, the... Go ahead, Hoy. Go ahead. No, no, I was saying, like you said, to see him on TV, that would be, that would be very, very interesting. But who knows if he wants to do it? I, well, I, I think that the, like the only games he would do, yeah, or, or just, or just, you know, do the Tigres home games, and that's it. If he's, if he, yeah. you know, whatever city he stays in, those are the only games he's doing. Yeah, or a tournament, you know, he's there for a World Cup or a Gold Cup. Like a World Cup, imagine all expenses paid. Fly you somewhere. Yeah. His, his companions might be walking on eggshells, though, man. Do they want to say, say anything to offend Tuca? He's going to go crazy. Oh, He's going to go crazy. Tuca, Tuca's a, Tuca's a teddy bear, dude. He's that's, gonna go going to go crazy on the air. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he'll put Phytos in, in this place? It's funny because you know if he, if he wouldn't, you know, Tuca would never. Well, maybe he would. You know, imagine the way that uh, that Andre Marin tries to get under Barlowski's skin. Imagine him trying to get under Tuca's skin and have it at work, and Tuca just just tearing him well, down. I, I really like how Pelias called out Fighters. That was 
Oh yeah, that's classic. Jefferson is like, come again, and he just tells them, man, he's like, you're stupid, man. Eres un estupido. Oh, no, Cheekies, I have to ask you, because uh, I do watch it on TV, you can't really tell me, but did, did you feel that, that, that there was a bit of electricity, not just from, obviously, the, 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 the stands were, were, were decent, but, but from the players, too? I mean, were they were, were they playing more at half, you know, more than half speed? Were, were they, were they was, it, was it real a real live game? Yeah, that's a good question, because if you know, like, my cynical views... And my thoughts on this this cup altogether. I even tweeted afterwards. I I, I said, uh, "Have you ever been like in a pickup game, but you still tried your very hardest and you wanted to win so very bad?" And and that that's sort of like a comparison that I was I was saying. I did see these players try their best. They were working hard. They uh, they wanted to win. And immediately when uh, I forget which goal, I think it was America when they went up two one. You could see the frustration and the anger in some of the Tigres players. They were like hitting the ground, like uh, like Howard did back in the day with Gio's goal. So they were, they were right. they they both wanted to win, and then and then uh, when Tigres got the tying goal, it was just like and, and and not just that. You saw it on TV as well. The uh, um, the fouls, the the hard tackles. Salcedo got into a few uh, you know hard tackles and and things like that. So yeah, they were definitely playing. The only what? thing that I would say is like. Um, but this seems normal from the America team uh, of late with their players that they've been missing and all this. Um, they were pretty much just sitting back. They're waiting for individual talent to, to get a counterattack and, and score a goal that way. Tigres had the domination as far as possession and things like that. So, Well, that was what America's, what, fifth game in two weeks? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, with their, with their grueling travel schedule of having to go to Atlanta. And Houston, so maybe a little further than Morelia, but uh, I, I I didn't know. Oh, but I mean, that, that is the bitch. That is the bitch that they had to have to play that many games in two weeks. I don't even. I don't, I don't think it's that. I think more than anything, it's that you're expecting. You know, you're expecting the team to do a, a proper preseason, right? And then you know, with you have the injuries, and then you have the you know the the. The, the you know the, you know the, the players you know leaving you know getting sold and stuff like that uh, it's like it changes your plans you know and it's like you know we're we're, we're what five games into the season right now and believe it or not I'm a little worried because I'm we're, we're five match days into the season and you know Pela or Herrera and them he still doesn't know who the you know the the, the team's really going to be because they're trying to get three uh, I was hearing that he wanted to get three players he wants. He wants a um, uh, center, center, uh, center back. Wants a uh, holding midfielder, and he wants a center, uh, center forward, and stuff like that. You know, and yeah. it, it's like, you know, okay, they're if they spend the money because obviously they do have some money that you know to, to throw around. But it's like I'm afraid that it's going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, they get a player like like a Nico, Nico Castillo, but you know, and it's like, okay. I don't expect the, I don't expect the new guys to do to, to, to come in and, and solve the problems right away. I mean that should have happened. That should have happened. What do you call it beforehand? You know what I mean? So, Ron, and have a proper and have a proper uh, preseason. I, I feel your pain, Ron, and I. I, I feel I, a lot of fans don't understand. Like you don't have a good preseason, uh, how it could affect the team. 
It's going to affect the team. It's going to affect the team. And and and, yeah. and my concern is it's going to do it right towards the end of the season. And even like the traveling, and I feel like sometimes they don't put that in mind. Just if a team has to keep traveling, so for like America, they're going to Estadio Universitario, you know, to face Tigres again. Mm-hmm. So that that puts it a bit more on them instead of you know having a home game. Now they have to travel yet again. So that makes it a bit more. Well, I mean, I, I, I haven't seen every, I haven't seen everybody's you know schedule, but I'd, I'd probably venture to say that America had one of the tougher schedules from the beginning of the season because what they already faced what they already played Toluca, and I know that Toluca, you know, was ha- you know right now is pretty you know flimsy right now, but you know you, you know when when they were going to face them, I was expecting a tougher Toluca because playing in Toluca is tough. It's, it's it's always been a tough venue to play in, even regardless of how the you know the, you know the Toluca team is. They play well at home and, and stuff like that. And, and throughout many minutes of the game, Toluca was the better team. Um, they also played Monterrey. Uh, and they won, you know, convincingly against, you know, Rayados. Uh, they played, uh, what was it, uh, Pachuca, I think? They played, Le- 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 no. Well, let me look. I forgot who, who they played. Leon, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they, they're playing teams that normally I would expect in the playoffs. So, I mean, this is going to be a, a big game for, for America because, I mean, it's like, say, all right, they're playing the two, two Monterey-based teams that they've been pretty good uh, as of late. Uh, you know, Toluca's a tough venue. You know, Leon's, you know, tough. So, it's like, I, I think uh, the only team – I didn't really like the way they played against Morelia, but, hey, I'll take the win, you know? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I they, it, they, didn't, they didn't impress in that game. And I no, think they that's didn't. sort of the trend of late because they lost to Atlanta. They didn't play well. They did win against Morelia. They didn't, I don't think they played very well. And then they lost to Tigres. So, and in, and Piojo even complained, like what you guys are talking about, the, the travel. Piojo complained specifically about that. And he also complained about America needing uh, two or three more players, uh, two, two minimum, uh, to complete the uh, the lineup for, for the team. Well, the, the, the conference, the, the interview that I saw today, you know, the phone conversation they had with Jorge Ramos uh, today earlier, and he had him on on uh, phone interview. So Piojo did say three, and he specifically said he wants he wants a center forward, he wants a center back, and he wants a actually not a holding midfield. He actually um, actually no, he he said, uh, and then uh, Jorge Ramos basically said, "Are you trying to look for the similar player like uh, Mateo Suribe?" He's like, "Yeah," so he's kind of looking for that type of player. Well, I mean, gee, I mean, they took away one of his. He took it. He started for example, like three or four years. I mean, yeah, because keep in mind, Ed, Edson basically took the position away from uh, Mateos Uribe, right? So not only did he lose uh, Mateos, he also lost Edson. Two important, you know, I mean that that position was vital. Right. I mean, I mean that, that that for I mean that for me, and, it's, and that's why it's like I'm, and then I'm hearing like you know. I'm hoping that the rumors aren't true, but, you know, with Guido Rodriguez, the fact that he's, you know, going to get called up again into the Argentine national team, it's only a matter of time where, you know, you know when, you know, Europe keeps, you know, right, comes right. calling. Milan comes looking for him, yeah. Exactly. So it's like... Geez. But you know what, but I mean, honestly, Ron, for, for, for Liga Mekis to, to get better, players like that, you know, when the, but, but but those are the players that should be sold to Europe. You know, yeah. you know they, they shouldn't be going for $6 million. You know, you know, You know, go for $30 million. You know, whether you're Mexican, Argentine, you know, Peruvian, whatever. 
I think like, I think you know you're right, but I, I for me the only bright side that I can see of this is I'm really liking how the you know the young the youngsters the young guys from the from the from the you know, second division and in the reserves. I'm really liking how they're stepping up. And you know it's not easy, especially when you're a youngster and you're playing in a team like America that's you know full of foreigners, and most of the foreigners they're national team players from Paraguay, you know Argentina, you know. Uh, Colombia and stuff like that in Ecuador. I mean, these you know these younger guys, man, they're they're stepping up and they're playing well. And I think you know Tena Tena has a lot to do with that. Is Capitan Furia still the uh, the the youth guy? Uh, last time I checked, he was. And that's like I. Oh, so he doesn't necessarily care about results as much as he cares about just making players. I think he cares the, more about that, the, the, the about having of, that, that impeccable haircut that he's had for like the last Well, I mean, years. good Lord. I mean, yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, you, you can use he and Nacho as like a, you know, you know, you could, you could paint your house with them in like 20 minutes. You know, <laughs> if, if, if you did, did dip both their heads and just, yeah, you could just go to town with, uh, with, with both of them. So is, is that something, Ron, that, that, that has that changed? Uh, America, so, you know, instead of, uh, you know, we we've had guys on the show. We we've talked to folks about the the U leagues in Mexico, and they care more about winning the tournament than they care about developing the player. And it seems like America has kind of, you know, and 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 then Pachuca to a certain degree that they they've, they've kind of changed. You know, that they want to develop, they want to create the players. Who cares? You know, they're they're not going to get relegated in the U twenty. So well, you know, just you know, keep, see what you got. Keep in mind, keep in mind the t- the team that has produced. Historically speaking, the team that has produced the most amount of players onto the national team has 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 been uh, America. So they've always been a you know uh, they've always produced players. It's just it's just you know because of the whole media hype about you know bringing in you know you know the high priced you know foreign players and stuff like that 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 the youth department always seems to have been taken like you know uh, a back seat you know uh, so but. I, I am I am like I said I'm really glad that you know that Dana and, and, and his staff are, are are doing really well with the, with the youth uh, teams you know because I mean they they've been winning I mean they they've been winning um you know when you know for example with you know with Raúl Jiménez's uh, generation I if I'm not mistaken I think they were like you know three times you know they, they won the I remember it was the 20 or the 17 but they had won it like three times in a row. Uh, and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, they've, they've had success at the youth levels at the 15, uh, 17, 20 um, for the, you know, for the past seven, eight years. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the only, you know, bright spot that I'm seeing. But like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, you know, America should be one of those teams that's like, it's like, I, I, you know, some teams in South America, it's like you know they take pride that you know, that they sell don't, a player. Don't start, don't, don't start crying, Ron. It's okay. No, no, no. The, we're here, they, for, like, we're here know, for you, Ron. You know how teams like some teams take, like take pride that oh, you know, we just sold the player to to Real Madrid or we just sold the player to you know so and so team, you know, in, in Europe. It's like, as a fan, I I really don't care about that. You know, it's like, so what? You know. Um, well, how does that benefit me? You know what I mean? Uh, as a fan. And, you know, in, in the transmission, um, in the transmission, the, I, I don't remember if it was, uh, Her- Hercules Gomez or the other guy, I, I don't forget, uh, who was, 
comment and he actually even made a comment about that and i was like yeah it's like i agree with that you know i don't think that america should be one of those teams where it's like you know they they you know so that their success should be production selling or selling or selling players to europe i, I don't think that's what we're about well if if that's what they would if they were about then they've done very well they have they have as of late i mean they, they've been doing it pretty well They've made about what? They've made what? Sixty million dollars or whatever it was this summer. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that'll 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 help you plenty in Liga Mekis, and they'll be able to get exactly what they're looking for, and not a, and not and be able to easily afford what it is that they are that, that they are going to get. So as 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 Ron pointed out, that they're playing. So they play Tigres on Tuesday. They play Tigres again. This weekend, and Tigres is then again is going to be uh, moving on into the final of of, of the uh, of the week's cup. Whatever. Now, Joel, did you go? Were you in uh, the? I don't even know. What, I'm just going to call it the the Carson Stadium. Dignity, whatever it is. Uh, were, were you there, Joel? Did you get to, Did you get a chance to go? Were you, were you there representing the Cantina Mekis podcast? You're talking about for the Galaxy Cruz Azul. Yes. No, no, I did not go. Oof, oof, too bad. I know, I know, I thought of it, but Slatan didn't even play, you know. It's like, oh. <laughs> so, so, so you, instead instead of going to go see your 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 new gallo who played, you could have asked him a question. Paul Paul Fernandez. <laughs> you're you're upset because Slatan didn't play. I completely forgot about Mr. Paul. God dang, I'm a bad, I'm a bad journal. No, it's just been, <laughs> it's been hectic for me. It's just been hectic. No, I understand. It's, it's very there's crazy. a few games that I would have loved to have gone. Uh, I would have, I, I was, I really wanted to go see Galaxy versus San Jose just because how well San Jose has been doing under Matia Almeida. And it seemed like it was going to be a really good matchup, you know, against against the LAFC who are top of the table. And uh, we ended up seeing that golazo from Carlitos. So that, that one I missed. And then I completely forgot that there's going to be a trafico uh, on Sunday, I believe. So man, I, I dropped the bar right there in applying for some of the games. Good Lord, Joel. I mean, that's I know. You know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm going to play this Joel, but it's going to be for us. It's rough. Man. Oh, it's rough. Well, I mean, we're going to be, be sucking, be sucking our thumbs, going wondering why are we getting all this great coverage. I know, I know. Are, are we going to have to start sending the profe who doesn't even join us anymore? He, he was on last week, but the the indifference of the LA Galaxy. Is uh, sp- uh, spreading to Hoyle. <laughs> well, I mean, let's right. have a, let's talk about the L- LAFC. Though. So LAFC, I mean, they're they're going to be, I mean, clearly have. What what is their record right now, Hoyle, uh, uh, Chiquis? Uh, I mean, I mean, they got to be up by like about twenty points on everybody. LAFC is currently the. Yeah, they're yeah, they uh, yeah, are. They've played twenty six matches. They've won nineteen, lost three, and have tied four. 70, 71 goals scored, 25 um, they've, they've scored against, and their differential is uh, plus 46. 
it's it's like the the next team you know with that type or like with a like a positive goal differential is uh is Atlanta United plus fifteen. It's not even close in terms of the amount of goals scored. Like the the Western Conference, LAFC has sixty one points. The uh, second place Minnesota has forty two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, and then and, and Atlanta has forty five. So they're, you know, if this was a normal league, I mean, they would have, you know, they're gonna they would have already clinched or or or, or would be clinching the league, you know, within the next few weeks. Unfortunately for them, they have to, you know, they've already made, you know, they've they've, they've clinched the playoffs. So now they're they're going to be a team that's going to be, you know, had you know had the the most points in the league by clearly and you know 15, 16, 17 points, and now they're going to have to play with like like six games or whatever it is in a in, in a playoff, to, uh, and and frankly in the big games, uh, LAFC has not shown up. No like, question. And they'll be game right the the it's like they're they're still. Hijo de Papi against LA Galaxy, right? And Slatan. Right. Exactly. Because I think, uh, what is the match? What is the head? They've only played once this season, right? And this Correct. Yeah, they have have two more. Okay. And then, then, you know, last year they they did did very poorly in the playoffs as well. So, hold on. uh, So, LA is going to play Galaxy again? Yeah, Yeah. they're playing them uh, either Saturday or Sunday. Oh, so that's the game that Holy was talking about right now, right? Yeah. Yes. yes, you didn't Sunday. apply for uh, media tickets. Yeah, yeah. Had, had, a, had a three for... had a three banger games this week, and, 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 and I, he missed out on all three. I did miss out on all three, and and the one interesting thing is that uh, the Galaxy seem to be uh, LAFC's Coco. They just can't seem. That's the one team they can't seem to beat. I mean, you know, you hate to be a LAFC fan and then uh, such a historic season for them. And then imagine meeting Galaxy in the playoffs. And uh, Ouch. Vela has scored. In the, like, he scored in the last game uh, against well, the Galaxy. Yeah, but, but they, haven't, they haven't been able to beat them. Yeah, it's just you like Slatan uh, does better. He takes it one level, one level higher. <laughs> he one-ups him. He scored three goals, I think, in the last. That's because it's because he has you know slapped on level, and you know the other players just don't have that level. It's like it, it's like the uh, if you have the rail gun in uh, in Quake in uh, Quake. <laughs> that gun, you're on. I didn't see. I didn't take John for a Quake player. <laughs> oh, I love Quake. Hey, Quake was fantastic. Hey, uh, I'm looking at the Philadelphia Union schedule, and they say that they're going to play Pumas. September seventh is Pumas. Is, is there? Is that for the? Is that just a friendly or? or no, yeah, that would just be a friendly. That, that's going to be during the Fecha FIFA. So that, that, that's. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I may have to go. I, I, if I'm still in, yeah. In fact, I actually will be still in town. I may have to go then. Because they're also playing. Uh, oh shit! They're going to play F, uh, LASC on September fourth. I may have to go. The may play apply for that game for that. I haven't seen Bella play for them in the MLS. Oh shit! So I mean, it's pretty some pretty, they have, they're having some pretty good teams. They have like you know Atlanta is coming uh, at the end of the month, uh, and then you have Pumas on September seventh, and you have LA Galaxy on the fourteenth. 
So pretty interesting. You'll uh, have to check that out now. Now, Carlos Vela, last, I, what was the final score, uh, Joel, in the uh, LAFC? Because um, I, I know that his goal made it 3-0 in the first half. I'm assuming they won comfortably. I think that that was the... Um, it was 4-0. 4-0? Yeah, 4-0. Oh, you're right. It was 4-0. Um, wow, two from Vela. Yeah. And... uh. It's crazy because Mati got kicked out and, and he wanted to fight a fan. There's a video if anybody wants to check it out. Hey, put, put, put it up in the Discord uh, chat. Put it up in the Discord or in the cantina. I want to see it. Did the, uh, <laughs> did the fan throw a piss on him like like, like they threw on, uh, on, on Tuca? No, he, he as Mati was exiting, he's yelling. He's uh, he's saying goodbye, Mati, or something like that. It almost sounds like like that little girl from uh, uh, what was that Chandler's List saying goodbye, Jews, goodbye. <laughs> she's saying she's saying adios, Mati, adios, and Mati gets just rustled, and he's he's he uh, you know, he starts saying stuff to that guy, and it's crazy because the way the stadium was. The stairs to go down were just right there and, 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 uh, the guy went up like he was going to come down to meet him. And it's, it's, you know, there, there was a lot of security. So I don't think they was going to fight, but just no, to see, I never seen Mati so, so riled up. Well, he gave a statement on it, right? He was fighting for justice. You know, I think they were. <laughs> He said the ref was not playing it equal between the two teams, and he. Uh... Oh no! But but that was about getting kicked out. I don't know if this the statement was. Oh yeah, on that, that pushed him over the edge. Him getting on fifty cuffs. Well, huh? Getting, getting no. kicked out. He didn't know why, and that pushed him over the edge. Now, Joel, do you think that if 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 this particular lady, this girl, as you say, would 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 have said this, you think he would have been as angry? K Ching. <laughs> I, I think. Going up from my other statement about uh, Bella joining uh, America, yes, I would yes, also see I would also see Mati closer to Coapa than to than to Chivas. <laughs> so let's talk about that, Jose. So, so Carlos Vela, fifteen-year-old <laughs> Wunder player uh, yes. at Chivas. Yes. Goes to the uh, to the U seventeen World Cup and just dazzles the world, right? And Correct. Then, and then because of that, and he's under he's under the age of eighteen, so so he has no player right. Uh, yeah, you can't sign a contract. Exactly. Yeah, you can't sign a contract until you're eighteen. Right. And so then Arsenal says, "Come on down," and he does it. And it yeah, they had place. they had Henri give him a personal tour. So I mean, it was just like our friend Kit when he got the got the River Plate tour. You know, he got the personal tour yeah, was. from Thierry yeah, Henry, and yeah, he uh, did. you know, our Arsenal fan for life. So so that so so when he goes back to Guadalajara before he packed, you know, the, the the winners of the of the of the World Cup U seventeen players that were that were from Chivas all get a new car. Yes, they're gifted with except, a car. Except except Carlos Vela. Yeah, and he, you know. You, you know what the messed up was that they, they told them that to show up on the next day and, uh, 
So this story goes that they, he had someone drop him off thinking, I'm going to drive back home in, in my new Prius or whatever. Right. Got him. The, the, the yeah, last, the the last model Bocho, huh? They didn't even have Uber back then. They didn't have Uber, man. So he's thinking, yeah, I might. Get the ride in a Pesera. <laughs> Brand new Bocho. And uh, everyone got theirs except him, man. It must feel pretty messed up. Who and, and who was the that. GM? Who was the GM of, of Chivas at, at this particular moment in time? Do you remember who that was, going? No, but I know that this was Vergara's call. This was not the GM. Well, well, okay, okay. And then who was the GM that did not uh, uh, talk? Was it Nestor? It could have been Ivar Cisniega, though, because there was uh, so, positions well, got switched around a bit. Let's 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 pretend it was Nestor. Which, Why which are you blaming Nestor, man? See, there's there's a line to go down, well, and, well, and Nestor's that, not that, in charge that, of that, gifts that, to two players, man. He's, I think that he's, that the, 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 the way that, that Carlos Vela was treated by Chivas at the end yeah. was a, a, a huge. It, it was it, it, it set the seeds for what happened to Carlos Vela later did, in his career. Well, he did say that. I remember years, you know, later. I remember hearing Vela saying that he didn't he didn't have any any loyalties or you know, or, or he dismissed Chivas's uh, uh, development there. Do uh, you guys remember that? Ah, vaguely, because it's been so long, man. You're, you're going back. So yeah, but yeah. I, I was I was unaware of that story about about you know the whole uh, you know cars and stuff like that. So hold yeah. on. So so who were the players that got you know vehicles? It was Patauraujo. Uh, uh, yeah. Is it the is it the guys from the the the, the under what do you call it the yeah uh, the yeah, under seventeen players that won the World Cup the Chivas, goalkeeper I think his name was Arias yeah Sergio yeah, so, Arias so they all they they all got cars new new cars mind you new cars except huh. Carlos Vela and why was that that sign for Arsenal yeah he had just and he left on a free transfer the only thing that Chivas got was uh, right. develop development rights which uh-huh. was pretty much. The equivalent of like a few boxes of gancitos and right. Like they should have given him a basketball. Not even, not even, just a, a half-eaten gancito. They <laughs> should have given him a basketball. Room temperature, for God's sake. Room temperature, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, yeah. PSA for, for the folks that have not tried it. If you haven't tried a frozen gancito, you have not lived. Oh, that's true. That is true. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, so the data was pretty, pretty mad. So 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 that 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 to me, uh, you know that that plants the seed for this this uh, this this this, uh, this this era of, of of distrust and discord, and then and and of course you know the the final nail in the, in, in the hammer was when Nestor banned him for six months from the national team. He told, I'm sure that at that point Carlos Vela is like, what is this guy trying to do? So, like I mentioned to you, Joel, I think that conversation we had when we were, you know, kind of doing a, a dual dual podcast earlier in the summer, when I said that Nestor Araujo was responsible for Mexico's. Here, uh, I, I have a quote here. So under, they, they... underachievement with the talent level they had over the past ten years, you know, we will it fully on Nestor. See, that is just another 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 reason to to add that to that theory. God knows when. Go, but go ahead, please, please. Okay, please so they, they they did a dinner for them. They had like a, like a dinner party for the returning champions. 
And uh, this was this was a direct quote from from the Chihuahua Supremo to Mural. He says, uh, "Falta Carlos. Si se va, entonces ya no se le entrega automóvil. Pero si se queda, tiene su coche." So he was trying to coerce him with with the car. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was that's kind of stupid, man. Uh, so he said he never he never promised the players to give him a prize, but he decided to do it uh, as an incentive. Why is he going to get a car and then leave the team, take his car with him? And I got Vela's quote too. See, see, I, I dropped the ball, but I picked it back up. Here goes Vela, man. He said. Uh, Es cosa de ellos. Vine a la comida porque me invitaron. No sabía de qué se trataba. Ahora solo me resta agarrar el camión para regresar a mi casa. <laughs> Dijo en oh, tono did, serio. God damn. So, you know, but you know what? This, this, I would, when I heard the story and I heard that he had, you know, that he had someone drop him off thinking that, yeah, he was going to drive back. So I think they, they, even though he's saying that, uh, um, you know, that he didn't know what was what was about, I, I do believe that story that said that he had someone drop him off thinking that he was gonna drive back, you know, because I think at this point he was already he was already like driving, so I think uh, he 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 thought, okay, just drop me off. And I'm going to come back after the dinner with my new, you know, my new Vocho. Right. So, yeah, that was my stuff. So, he, stuff, so he, had no idea, he had no idea they were going to do it. So, they, they basically publicly humiliated him. But, uh, no, I, I do his, think he had, I do think, I do think he had an idea. I, I, you know. Apparently I think, not. Well, no, I know he said he didn't. But, I mean, I'm saying my personal belief is that he did. Well, regardless, you know, like I like I said, you know, I think you know once again, I think we can win. You know, if people, you know, why did Mexico underachieve? Two words, or actually, it'd be four words. Four words: Nestor de la Torre. Just like, just like uh, Jose Ramon. No, nah, but he, I don't. Nestor de la Torre. Yeah, the hate is real, John. I don't know what Nestor did to you, but. <laughs> it's, it's uh, always... With the hate flow. This yeah, is yeah, total because yeah, just. I, I, I'm honestly, Hoyle, I just, I just, to me, it's like, why, why is he treating players like 10 year olds? Well, first, first, cause, cause that's how they act. But I think that, um, with the whole thing about. Yeah, but you know what? If that's how they act, that's how they act. No, I know. They're, but, they're but grown see, men. But, but this is the thing, like, one with the, with the, with the whole car thing, but the guy doesn't ask, like, hey, what, when he has an idea, he's just gonna go and do it. He's not gonna ask. You know, what do you guys think? Uh, and that's, so that's you don't one think he asked this question. Is, is, is this going to come back and bite us in the ass 10 years from now? Yes. No. Nope. Yes, I don't think he did. He, he's always done whatever he wanted. He's fired. He's moved people around. He's, you know, it, it's, it, when you see what he squandered, like the talent he's had, not just in players, but personnel and coaching. It's, you know, uh, and, and with the whole player thing, 
that was all a decision made by the committee. So everyone agreed on that. So just to single one person out, it, yeah, yeah. when Nesto all the Nesto owners Nesto were involved. All day, all day long, that's what I thought. Okay. Actually, it's, it, it's not that uh, that, I, that I hate the guy or anything else. I, I just, uh, you know, he's he's got he's got some pretty big warts. Is all I'm saying. But uh, but but I do think that he was not directly responsible. But I do think that he that he played a a role in in, in one of one of the reasons why Mexico did underachieve. And that... Wait, then Mexico underachieved where he was gone in, in the in the last ten years. Like they, they, they could have done better. With, with the talent they had. Yeah, but he he didn't he didn't like uh Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go too far off, man. We're, we're very the from the league. <laughs> no, I don't see the point of it when we got the league and we're going back. No, you're man, right. We're right. going back like 10 years or more. I mean, what You know, but but it's funny you were saying that word about bittersweet with Chivas fans about about Vela. You know, if he went go, went back went to America, and you know, Mati would do the same thing. You know, as a as I a, do, yeah. As a fan of Mexico, I think it's bittersweet. It's like, man, you know, you know, the, this guy could have been doing this for the national team for the past ten years. And we talked about after the, in the last World Cup that he, Giovanni, and and Chicharito spent a grand total in three World Cups where Mexico played twelve games, twelve matches. They spent a total of sixty minutes on the field together. 16. Man, that's a little, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I do think with Vela, it's interesting. I do think it's a number of things. And I think part of it's been like a lot of the responsibilities with that stuff that they want you to do. And I just think that that's never been his thing. Uh, you know, like, I don't think he cares much for a lot of that stuff. Right. I haven't even seen Bella in advertisements the way I saw Gio when he came. That you saw him like yeah. doing stuff Gio for Denny's. No he was doing stuff for Pepsi. He was all over the place. Uh, I haven't did seen anything in Bella. Did he do local stuff? I, yeah. you know, I saw him. He did a signing for. He was at a shoe store signing, but other than that, like I, I don't, and uh, I don't know. Did maybe someone could correct me, but I haven't seen him. Doing anything, and I don't he think do, he cares. Uh, like, you know? like, like, look like Tommy Burgers or, <laughs> or yeah, any 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 of the local joints. No, you're right. You're right. I, I don't think Vela has uh, done those ads at all. And I remember even in the '06 World Cup, Giovanni was Giovanni was like 15 years old doing the Pepsi commercials. So, you know, obviously <laughs> they had a, a different uh, way of of monetizing themselves. But Giovanni, uh, the, uh, Giovanni never threw the first pitch at the Dodgers game, and Bella has. Yeah, but that's, that's stuff yes, he, he likes. So. Giovanni, Giovanni did do that. He did do that. Yeah. Okay. But but see, going to do that—that's like something he likes to do. Yeah. So it's not sort of like go do this to promote the team. Like if, if he's yeah, he's not down with the commercial stuff. That's stuff he likes. That's stuff he likes. Right? He just. Oh man, with with, with both the, uh, the Clippers and Lakers, uh, they're gonna be good this year. Carlos Vela's gonna be on. Uh, he's gonna be on TV a lot. Is he gonna be the new uh, Jack Nicholson? The... Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholson. That's right. That's right. 
but I, I was thinking. Wait, you, might, you remember Cheeky's when the Bulls won their first NBA title, the first person that uh, that Phil Jackson's, you know, the first hand he shook wasn't the coach. You remember that? Phil Jackson, the first hand he shook was. But when Phil, yeah, Phil Jackson, when they won the Bulls won the first, in, in Los Angeles, remember whose hand he shook first? No, MJ? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Magic Jack Johnson. Nicholson. Oh, Jack Nicholson? No, no, no. You had Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it was because uh, he, he, he was seated right next to him. Yeah, right. that was the first guy. That, yeah. They were probably like, chatting the whole, the, whole, the whole series. They were probably <laughs> chatting back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's great stuff. But anyway, going back to the Chiquis. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, if the whole imagine, imagine if Bella, that minute, that minute stat with uh, Vela, Chicharito, and Giovanni is interesting, mm-hmm. but imagine if Vela had the ta- or had the desire, like everyone wants, to play for the national team and to and to play in Europe. Say he was like the next uh, Griezmann. I still don't see Mexico doing huge things like the, like a France. Of course, Mexico isn't a France, but uh, I would I wouldn't be surprised if you know Vela, the one man guy, doesn't take Mexico to even the fifth game. Because I think it, it, you need to have more than just one huge star, like a, a oh, sure. superstar but, villa. I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it would it would be exciting. It would be neat to see. But I don't think you know people are going to say Mexico is going to win the next World Cup. I think in big soccer a long time ago there was a guy who had his username like Mexico will be champion or something like that. <laughs> Mexico champion, World Cup champion. That's uh, you know it's sort of it's nice to think about, but you know I don't. I don't see huge things from just one single player. There needs to be multiple players doing. Do you uh, agree that uh, Mexico the equipo de segunda, like what uh, Tato Martino said? Yeah, I sort of do. I mean, that's just the, the reality yeah, we live in. So hold on, so hold on. So <laughs> for the past twenty years, there there Mexico has been at least top. You know, sixteen at least, because I mean, they're 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 making it to the round of sixteen. You know, yeah. Uh, so what to be level one? Is it? What do you have to be? You have to be uh, at least the constant quarterfinals and occasional semifinals. Yeah, and and at least and, win win like like if America America Mexico and, and, uh, would win a Copa America, well, and, that would that would help. I mean, every now and then you could you could bomb out in group stages but as as long as you've you know been to a semi been to quarters so, uh, do, you, do you think chile chile is a world class like first here uh, i think no i mean i, I mean I, they didn't win copa americas but i mean chile to me uh i mean they this they, they, they i mean aside from that they, they've never made the salto but, yeah you know what I, I think for that short period when they had you could say their golden generation they were like at that level, but 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 they lack consistency. They were they never, got really unlucky. Were they ever a real contender though for a World Cup? That's that's the whole question. Like if you make well, it I to... think that their their best shot was ninety four, but uh, you know, but you know, they ended up playing you know Brazil at home in the round, and 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 frankly, should have beaten them. I mean, they had a couple of shots there, if I'm not mistaken, in the second half that hit crossbars and stuff. I mean, they should have won that game, and then they ended up losing in. Uh, and in, in, in penalties, but I think if, if if they play anybody else, I think that they would have that they would have probably made it at least the semis for sure. 
I would even say, like, for sure, somebody who's a team that's been to the World Cup or even won it, you're automatically in that top tier. Where when people talk, when people, when it comes down to the sem, uh, the quarterfinals, even semifinals, then you're talked about. Okay, this team has a, this team can very well win the like yeah. if Chile exactly. If you make the quarterfinals, you should be considered a, a, a team that's in the conversation to win it. Absolutely. Yeah, but I was looking consistency, you know, because like you have Croatia, and and they could just as easily just fall off the picture next next cycle. The, the way we've seen other teams, we go far like Turkey and, and whatnot. I mean, this was the first World Cup, uh, if I'm not mistaken, to Croatia since their first since '98 that that actually made it past the past group the uh, the group stage. Yeah, they, they were doing it in 02 or 06. I don't think they did it in 10, and then they didn't do it in 14. Yeah. I mean, did they even make 10? I don't remember. And then, you know, they also didn't play particularly well in, in the Eurocopas, too, so this was kind of a... You know, they just kind of got it going. They got it going. I watched that match with a bunch of Argentines uh, in a, at a bar in Austin. The place was really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it was really quiet. So you guys want to delve into league league play this weekend? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll jump back into that here uh, with the uh, shoot off course there a little bit, and uh, we have. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Chiquis, I believe doesn't uh, uh, doesn't Pumas play on Friday? Yeah, early early yeah. game for uh, Pumas against Morelia. Another uh, Morelia who who have a brand new coach, yeah. Pablo Guede, and uh, Argentine, pretty reminiscent to Mati. He's racked up quite a few cups. Uh, he's you know most notably with Colo Colo, and he also coached at San Lorenzo del Magro. Uh, not sure if he's been there long enough to. Casa de impression, you know, you know those saying "técnico que debuta gana," even though that's not true. That's a terrible. Yeah, I I, I, I disagree with that, especially this week. You heard it? Oh, I have oh, heard one it. Of the, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but um, usually, usually that that saying, and it's usually because uh, when a new coach comes in, uh, even if they don't do anything, a lot of times, a lot of the players give it that extra 20%. They're trying to, you know, Fresh. impress. Yeah. But uh, might be too early to tell what this guy is going to do with with the Monarchs. But... Little butterflies. That's, that's what... Uh, and, and they're hosting. So we'll see. We'll see. It should be a, it should be an interesting game, John. It should be, you know, and then Pumas uh, has, has started the season uh, reasonably well. They uh, uh, got a couple of wins against teams they should have beaten and then lost uh, a couple of games to teams they probably were going to lose to and then uh, and, and did. And then they got a, a, another win against Veracruz, which, uh, frankly, was making me a little bit more, more nervous than it should have. But they ended up getting... Uh, 
You don't want to be the they, team they that breaks no, the you know, thirty-two. You what is it? Thirty-two games losing streak. And let's let let's let Chivas let let's let, let Chivas have that uh, have that honor because we know it's coming. We know we know it's coming. Ooh. But, but uh, yeah, Ouch. so we have uh, you know uh, Pumas is uh, uh, you know Pumas fans should be reasonably optimistic that after what they've seen in the first uh, four or five games, they have a chance of making that. But will they make a run? Who knows? But you know, they season to the top eight. You know, I don't think they have the the horses to to win it. But, you know, strange things have happened. Uh, you know, if, if they catch a little hot streak, then uh, they can certainly do it. But they do have a better defense, better midfield, and better forwards, and they seem to have a coach that uh, at least. Ever since they got rid of uh, Memo last time, or Memo Vasquez rather, the last time, all he did was take you to two, 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 five. Oh, I don't know if you feel the same way that I do, but it seems like they're they don't suck. I guess is what I'm trying to say. They're at... Yeah, I think I think you're cutting a little bit in and out, but yeah, I. I definitely agree. They don't have the the legs to go too far and be, uh, you know, doing great things. But I I still think they could probably contend for the eighth spot and get in the Giga. Uh, solid guys or older guys, Pablo Barrera, and still doing things, still doing, still looking pretty. Uh, pretty capable out there running up and down Carlos Gonzalez and then Malcorra and all those guys. So yeah, they're they're fighters, so I think they I think they the matchup against Morelia is a good one. Even though it's away, I think they could still pull it off. Yeah, I think so too. I think that they that they'll uh, that they'll 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 leave uh Guerras Bitracanas with uh with victory. And also on Friday, uh, we are at Atlético San Luis is making the trip to Veracruz. Joel, the owner of, of Tiburón Rojos, Mr. Curi, had his Twitter account hacked by fans who all miraculously spoke in the same tone and wrote in capital letters all of the hacked tweets that were on his account, all describing their displeasure with what has happened with their once proud club, Red Shark of Veracruz. Could be. Also, wouldn't put it past it being a PR stunt. You don't think. You don't think for a second. For a second, <laughs> Hoen, that that that, that this was a, a concocted scheme in order to get uh, some publicity to you. I am wearing no. my uh, tinfoil hat. No, it's a uh, you know hacking is a major problem in in, in Mexican soccer. I mean, look what happened to Sagi. Right. He got, he got Exactly twice. He got hacked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they just keep hacking Mexican league. You know, personnel. They write you gotta their, watch out. They write their password in their uh, in their profile. Yeah, that's where they. <laughs> yeah. <do>. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to bring up that. You know. Right. Go on. It seems to me, uh, I kind of agree with you that it just it just looked a little too. You know the the you know kind of like the uh, 
the responses to fight some they're just they're just a little too good you know so it you know it, it seems like it seems like it's all uh it was a it was a bit of an act, but it worked. You know, they got people talking. You know, the people talked about Veracruz for about twenty five minutes on a Wednesday, which is twenty five minutes more than people would normally talk about Veracruz on you know for for for, for a month. So they, uh, they they play Atlético San Luis, who uh, you know when you turn them on, you know I I know that they, that they that they don't play very well and they're wearing Chivas colors, so I, I'm, I'm sure you know the, the uh, and might might confuse them with Chivas. But no, that is Atlético San Luis that's playing. Yeah, and, you know, and that's, they, uh, it's a it's 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 a relegation game. It's a relegation battle, and uh, but San Luis is coming off of a big draw uh, against Tigres, so that should give them something to bank on right there. And they have beat Rayados. Yeah, was not more, uh, not more confidence. Uh, question. So, there, if there's still re- relegation, this uh, I thought it was going to get put on hold, or I thought it was going to uh, be done away for a while. It's frankly, you know, I'm not sure. I, I think the rule is if the team that comes up doesn't have the the, the resources, the uh, you know, if they don't like have the minimum requirements that they need, but I think all of them, all of them have it now. I forget what the, then. Uh, and the, the 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 team that is that would have been relegated pays them like whatever ten fifteen million dollars. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, but okay. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think now I think well what happened this last year is a team did have the re- have you know didn't meet the minimum requirements come up it was like Atlético San Luis, but Veracruz could could pay to to, to not be relegated so that's this, that's why there's nineteen teams and I think that, I think they want that they want that to happen one more time so they have twenty teams. So okay, all right. So the, the team that. that you can either be relegated, or or you pay, I think it's like twelve million dollars, whatever it is, to, okay. uh, to stay in the league. You know yeah. whether a team comes up or not. So I think right. ultimately they want to get to twenty teams. That it was like six million, maybe. Whatever it is, it, it is it it, it is it yeah. is a uh, six million you know, pesos. So it's like 20 you know St. Louis just paid what two hundred fifty million dollars to have an MLS franchise, and these guys are paying six million to stay in MLS. And they, I was gonna say. Um, well, well do you, wait, wait, Jake. Is yeah, don't ahead. mean to cut you, but when you see those numbers, uh, you can kind of understand why there's a league's cup and a Campeones cup, and why there's, you know, why the Mexley wants, uh, you know, could benefit from a partnership with with MLS. Uh, I know a lot of Mexico right. fans don't don't like it, but. You're just not gonna get those numbers in Mexico, uh, you know. Not 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 for twenty teams. I can I can, you know. Yeah. League, league MX is is made to be a sixteen team you know league. I think I think even eighteen is pushing it, you know. But how? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's about also, right, you could see teams like America, Chivas, etc., making more money uh-huh. in the long run playing over here against a Galaxy or a LAFC or whatever. Than you know, playing against Veracruz and in Morelia and a lot of these other smaller venue teams. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, a Veracruz or Atlético San Luis isn't, aren't going to uh, take advantage or aren't going to benefit from any of these leagues, cup or championships. They won't. Cause... They won't. But I mean, the, the but in the long run, is not you know, 
and 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 you gotta see like like in Max like some of these teams don't have very good TV deals. Uh, in in Lobos Buap case, they couldn't even get a TV deal. Big big reason they also ended up selling uh, their franchise. And and then you have like just the gate. You can't make that much money off of the gate when you have to offer tickets at five dollars. Uh, we just talked about at the start of the season how Chivas had to slash prices in half. But yeah, uh, Chivas, Chivas prices for tickets were were crazy for Mexico. Crazy. There's no but, way anyone was going to spend that. Yeah, but uh, a couple of weeks back, I posted uh, videos of uh, new stadiums that are being built in, in 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 Mexico, and one of the things that surprised me was that there was a lot of there's you know quite a few stadiums that are being built, and I mean they're I mean they're they're beautiful in in cities that aren't really you know historically haven't really you know aren't aren't, aren't known to be like you know like football markets you know soccer markets like, you know they 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 they're usually you know baseball markets uh you guys like remember seeing those the uh, videos that i posted like of those uh, i think i think medi that's one of them uh i'll have to look again but you know one of the things that is like that has me wondering is like you know it's like all right if they're going to move to 20 teams and it's like i'm i'm hoping and i'm hopeful i mean i'm being optimistic and i hope that that you know, right now I'm like I think that right now the you know the the, the Liga MX is is, is is suited for 16 because just of the amount of investors that you know they have. But I'm hopeful that you know some of these uh, like markets that are like you know you know crazed you know with with baseball and they pack their stadiums. I'm hoping that that can transfer and and and, and they can turn those into really good uh, soccer markets and stuff like that. So. I don't know. It's like I, I understand what you're saying, you know, you know, uh, Joel, that you know, it's like you know, in the long run, that you know, maybe it is better for America to play up against, uh, you know, play uh, against Atlanta or or Galaxy. But I, I, there, I think the 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 negative in there, the drawback in that is that you know, it, but in doing so, you're not going to develop uh, markets here in, 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 or you're not going to develop other market uh, other markets in Mexico. Like you know, like places like in, in in Campeche or Merida or you know Mazatlan and stuff like that, you know. Well, you know, well, I I mean, there's no reason why you can't do both. I mean, it's not like they're playing MLS teams every week. I mean, mm-hmm. they're going to play MLS. You know, and, and to me, honestly, the, 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 this to me is a. It, 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 it's not. It, it's not as good, but to me, it's it's a reasonable alternative to playing. Copa Sudamericana, and you have a lot more, you know, you know, when it's expanding to 16 next year, it's going to be 32 uh, the year after that. And Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were just playing around. I thought you were like, no, it's going to be. No, I mean, I mean, that's, no, it's, it, that, it, it's going to happen. Oh, okay. Okay. But is it all no, going to be played uh, in the U.S. though? Well, see, that, that I'm not so sure of. I mean, I, I think that it would be better if it was, the thing is, is that, you know, if, if, you know, if Philadelphia Union goes down and plays, Puebla. I mean, how many people in Puebla are going to go see that game? Right. I mean, at this at this point, though, I mean, if it's going to be just put in the U.S., to me, it's just another glorified Giants Cup, you know. Right. Um, but if I, I I understand that you know doing the home and away could pose you know po, po, uh, you know calendar issues, but I would be in favor of like you're doing a draw, like after every yeah, exactly. round. You're doing a draw, so it could be in Mexico or it could be in the U.S. 
and 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 maybe having the final you know at a designated you know you know like a year in advance where it's the final is going to be it's going to be in mexico city or it's going to be you know right. in atlanta or wherever um but yeah like i said but if, if they're I, 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 as much you know it's it's funny that you mentioned the, the sudamericana because like you know I I think that you know they can build on the league's cup if they do it right, but I still want to see Mexico Liga MX in the Libertadores. Well, I think everybody does, but I mean, unfortunately, that's just not uh, it's just not viable for for Mexico. They just yeah, I just don't see it happening, especially now with with uh, Libertadores changing their they're changing it again. The, 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 the format they have now, it's just it's oh. not. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but you know, you know, ultimately, Ron, I think what's going to happen is, you know, remember the South American teams um, got a, got a little taste of what could happen up here with the Copa America. So it wouldn't shock me at all if if, if the League's Cup expanded and it added teams from the Argentine League, the Brazilian League, the Colombian League, etc. I, th- I think that that's what's the, 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 in my opinion, the League's Cup is the first step to making a, a, a the the, uh, the Pan American uh, Cup that they wanted to do. Yep. Yeah. That'd be. That yeah. Would, that'd... And and look, there's already little by little they're 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 making it more attractive. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know there's a lot of resistance still uh, from fellow Mexi fans, uh, but but we're seeing it. Uh, Carlos Vela, who doesn't who wouldn't want to go see him play? Uh, and uh, same with Zlatan and uh, the Miami team just announced Cavani. And so, and and not only are they getting players like that, they're also getting some of the mid-tire players, like they did with Rivas and uh, El Brian Fernandez. So, I mean, I, it's little by little the league is improving. Uh, you know, it's not like you have one really good player and then the rest are all from the college system. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I think I think the league's cup is is going to be a, a big. Uh, I, I think it's going to be big. I think it's something that's, that, that's going to grow into something. So, what happens to 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 Concacaf Conca champions? It happens. I mean, that's the thing. Is is it they do this in, in this this part of the calendar, and then the Conca champions happens when it starts in February. Okay. What, and, hold on, uh, they're they're playing right now. The, the what the Central and and Caribbean teams, I think, are playing right now. If I'm not mistaken, right? I thought I saw something exactly. on Twitter. They're, playing. they're the ones that are playing the first round, and then they qualify for the knockouts. Okay. Where right now the MLS teams and the Yamakis go straight into the knockouts. So like, like the Coca Champions didn't even happen this this during at this time of the year. So that that that's why I mean I would much rather if Mexico. I mean, where would you rather have uh, you know would you rather have Club America play a real intense game against Atlanta United or or them have to go to you know Trinidad and play W Connection? I don't know. Um, you know, you know, Joe Public or was it West? No, West Connection. They beat Chivas a couple of years back. So I don't know. It was no, it was the Nicaraguan. It was the Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. Sorry about that. Hey, what's up, Hugo? Isn't Shelahu from Belize? No, I think they're from Guatemala. I'm almost positive they're from Guatemala. Uh, they are. Guatemala. I looked that up. I forget. What, yeah, Guatemala. <laughs> they still celebrate that. Hey, it's it's a big holiday over there. 
It should but, be. It should. <laughs> I, I have a friend who married a, a Venezuelan who was uh, – I forget what, what 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 she was a fan of one team and she was telling me because I, I said she, I, that I was a Pumas because you know when we beat Pumas and Libertadores it was you know she she was trying to obviously uh, you know make me feel bad about it I said you know what I said the fact that you think that beating Pumas is, is the greatest win of your history I said that says a lot more about your team than it does about mine and uh, she didn't uh, didn't find that funny <laughs> picking on the picking on the minnows man. Uh, no, I mean, he, he asked, I said, who would you rather play, you know, uh, you know, Atlanta or something? I'm like, Boca, I don't know. Boca or River, man. That's who you'd rather play. You know what we need to do, uh, for, uh, gentlemen, is, is we need to figure out how to make it to, to cover that, that, that crucial Mexico-Bermuda match in Bermuda. It's like in October, I think it is, or whatever it is. We need to, we need to figure out to... Oh, a way to go, go, go cover that one. What, okay, so instead of instead of Molero, you got to coin that the Bermuda match. What would that be called? You got to figure out a name for that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, something. You're not going to no mall. You're going to the beach. Yeah, I've been to Bermuda. It's a, it, it, it is very nice. Not a bad little place. So to round out the. Uh, Scheduled on Friday, it's uh, Santos and Monterrey. Santos uh, lost their first match uh, uh, quite convincingly, actually, in uh, Aguascalientes. Axa, so their their, their four game win streak to start the uh, the season. Point where it's no longer uh, up, up their this is no longer their domain. It's actually Querétaro who has thirteen points and a goal differential of eight, who are in first and were in first. Usually, you know, when a team like that, like if Atlas is in first place, you know, after Jonathan, you're like, well, we know that's not. But Querétaro has. Uh, wonder you have to you have to start wondering, you know, is 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 is, is, is this a team that we're going to be seeing at the end of the season too? And you know, he's he's taken Querétaro to a final before, so foreign territory for uh, for 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 Vucic. They haven't they haven't played the really big teams. Um, they did beat Cruz Azul 3-0. They were sort of on a downward spiral at the time, and they beat Toluca, who's you know Toluca's not doing well this season. Uh, but they haven't. Other than that, I think this matchup uh, this coming up weekend against Leon is going to be a good one. Um, they do have some good players. I am I, think... I am impressed with. Uh, I mentioned last week uh, Luis Romo, who actually was called up for the national team. For their little uh, little mini camp, it was the only only one who's out, out of the the Olympic uh, age eligibility. Who uh, he uh, he's like twenty four. Who was called up? Everyone else was under twenty three. He's twenty four. Yeah. So yeah, I guess uh, he's been impressive. His Tata called him up to uh, check him out before he wants to call him up for real. But not bad for. Uh, but you like you like a Romo? Is he does now? Is he like Tony Romo? Is he is he that, is he that kind of player? Uh, no, he's like a he's not he's not like a leader quarterback type of player. But he's a defensive player that goes on the offense, and he scored I think it was a hat trick like two weeks ago. Um, really good, really good footwork. Uh, ball plays the ball really well with his feet. Really? And uh, yeah, for a as for good, as good as the trophies. Uh, well, he's he's way taller than he's like, what? How tall is Trophy? Like four foot? 
So this guy's like double the size of Chofi, so not as good on the, with the you know the height difference, but uh, yeah, it's not. He reminds me of uh, what's that dude's name? Aldo, Aldo De Negri's a little bit, but he's a defender, so a little bit different type of player. Uh, but yeah, they have, they have some good players on the team, and uh, I think Busetich has been doing a pretty good job, mixed in with the not too hard of a schedule they've had so far. Uh, yeah, it's not too surprising where they're standing at right now. Nakaxa, the Nakaxa game was a bit surprising to, for them to beat 3-0 against Santos. Santos had like goal scoring opportunities left and right, and they just kept on missing. Santos hitting like like three or four posts, didn't they? It was. Yeah, they, they they hit a staggering amount of posts. Yeah, they just you know sometimes you just have a game like that, and Santos, uh, you know, as we've pointed out many times on this show, a team that's been relatively consistent. So hopefully they will uh, continue. There did we just lose Ugo? Did he just drop off? Yeah, I think his mic was uh, muted the whole time. So I, yeah, he dropped. Uh, he didn't, uh, didn't have anything. So. Uh, you right. They do play León, and then Cruz Azul plays uh, plays Puebla. Cruz Azul is starting to uh, they're starting to pita pita maquinita just a little bit. Uh, they've they've won uh, in the league, and then they also won the league's cup. So they're in the final. They beat uh, Galaxy, and uh, they are uh, you know if if you look at uh, Chiquis's little uh, uh, the map that he draws, uh, the animation that that he puts together after each week, uh, you know Cruz Azul is. They're one of the teams that's uh, that, that that's moving that, that's moving their way up, not not the other direction. So, Boyle uh, points out they have a very good uh, uh, playmaker in Paul uh, Fernandez. Who uh, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, Joel. I was uh, I know that he was he, he looked he looked a little rusty against the Galaxy. He was uh, his passes yeah. were short. He he did not have uh, he did not have he didn't come in and set the world on fire like I was expecting him to do because we've been talking him up. <laughs> so much. Yeah, well, I mean, he he's he just arrived, so I still I'm, I'm gonna give him, you know. You know who we need to game. blame? You know who we need to blame Joel for his for his uh, lack of production? Nestor de la Torre. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Nestor. Kidding. But you know who <laughs> is playing well with uh, Cruz Azul is uh, Orbelín. Is and he scored a really good goal against Galaxy and uh, he's you know he's he, he's a good player and uh, uh, you know yeah, Tata had him on the Gold Cup roster he didn't get that much action but he uh, make things happen. Yeah, he, he's a good talent and uh, he he had. Uh... Como estamos chavalos. Hey, what's up, what's up, Jaime? You came right on time. We were just talking about Orbelin beginning to play well. Pinche golazo que echó ayer o el otro día. Yes. Uh, but I, I think it's good to see him back. And I think he would, he could, you know, fight for a spot with the selección. But I mean, you, you, you could just see Cruz Azul, so the players that they have. And uh, they have the other guy. What, what is it? Um, they was injured. He, he's, he's just returning. Midfielder as well. Elias. Oh, Elias Hernandez, um, right. That's that's you know, top to bottom that they're that's why for me they're one of the candidates. 
to win. Yeah, they're they're a team that's going to go from uh, from the, the Menos Hamas for sure, and you know how they end up uh, playing toward, toward the end of the season. Yeah. They play Puebla and, this week at home. Well, which yeah, that should be because I mean, um, Morelia already announced a new coach. Puebla has not announced a new coach. And ironically, that they faced Cruz Azul because the the big name for Puebla is Juan Reynoso, former Peruvian international. Was he in the international? But uh, he 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 was Peruvian defender. He was even captain with the Cementeros, and and he he was assistant coach at Puebla under Ojitos Mesa, and uh, they're saying he might come back. Well, see, they need to you know hire somebody for a couple of weeks before they bring Chelis back. No, no weeks. It will be till next next season. Oh, uh, won't be till uh, next season. Yeah, if you get sacked in the league, you can't you can't coach until the next right. the next season. You have to wait. Sit in the box. Um, yeah, this is a good match for Cruz Azul, though. I think at home against Puebla, they just sacked their coach. Should be should be a good win for them. Oh, you don't think we'll be hearing this Joel, after the match? Ouch. No, 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 She's quite something. Uh, Pachuca plays Atlas. Uh, Saturday as well. Um, the the game with Puebla and Pachuca where the where. No, it's uh, Chelis, right? He was the one that was coaching Puebla, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right. Oh, uh, it's kind of ironic where, like, where you know they lose four nothing, and El Negro de WhatsApp makes an appearance before the game. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> am I wrong to think that? <laughs> you no. still want to show me your cucumber? Oh man, the, the thing of Atlas is. Uh... Atlas lost at home what? to Cruz Azul three to one. What? Who said what? Who Jaime, said what? Jaime. You, you don't know who El Negro de WhatsApp is? No, I know who he is, but oh, what some dude, some dude like put on like a costume, aesthetic, and he ran into the field. Like, was he no way, yeah, on Twitter. Put Puebla, El Negro de WhatsApp, and just watch the. Was it uh? <laughs> was it Chaton Enriquez? That, was it him? Chaton Enriquez. No, no. Chaton Enriquez dressed up like uh, El Negro de WhatsApp, like a couple of Halloween's ago. I need, oh damn! Hey, no, man, I want to yeah. give some context to uh, some of our listeners who might not know. I think you just got to give them a visual. <laughs> I don't know that's, a, that's a negative. I want to ban Ron. <laughs> You're going to have to label this conversation as over 18. They're going to have to sign up to you. It will be. It will be Ron, <laughs> but, but I think uh, the Mexican users of WhatsApp, uh, they started like, they turned this picture into a meme, which I'm pretty. I heard that it's Photoshop. I don't know. Chiquis is a Photoshop expert. You might want to analyze that for us, Chiquis. Uh, it's a what? It's a dude from Nigeria, is it? 
I don't know where. I don't, I don't know where he's from. <laughs> he's, he's standing there, you know, and uh, just playing at his toy. The, the cops didn't want to didn't want to subdue him. <laughs> the cops. Puebla. Don't Puebla. act like you're not impressed. Puebla, <laughs> there. What? Alright. Oh, I found I found oh. it on Twitter. You found it on Twitter. <laughs> the towel. The towel. So what? This dude was just uh, he just walked on the field. Just walking on the with field with some ass assless chaps and <laughs> just <laughs> wait for it or what? I mean, I guess oh. if you're gonna do it, you might as well go big or go home, right? You know. He did. He did go big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, we gotta send that for Chelis. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's kind of like ironic, you know. It's like, okay, the negative what's up makes an appearance, and then they, wow. and then they, and they, they really take a he, a pounding, you could, know. He could be the Liga MX <laughs> version of El Chacal. That's right. <laughs> Just give him a trumpet, and that's it. Dude. <laughs> you lost a heavy match. He shows up, plays the trumpet, and that's you know, you know what he could, you know what he could, what he could, what he could play Hoy. You could show up and <laughs> drop drop a little bit recorder. Oh man, <laughs> Yeah. But, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt you guys. Uh, uh, moving back to the league. No, we were talking about uh, Atlas going into Pachuca, and uh, Atlas lost last week. Heavy, kind of heavy loss. Cruz Azul. So I think they're gonna. They're beginning to, to Well, that's the thing about Atlas. Here. Yeah, is, is, is how, you know, when they lose like that, how long does it take them to recover? And that's what you have to look for for Atlas. You know, because, you know, hey, this, but like nine times out of ten when they lose like that, that's usually like like the beginning of the end. You know, if, especially if they've been playing well, it's kind of like the beginning of the end for them. They, they unravel after, after and, losses and like that. And they're meeting up Pachuca that's coming off of the four, you know, to go full circle here. Coming off the big win, the the big win over Pachuca. So So to bring it all back, yeah, they have the power of the WhatsApp. Uh, So I mean, ouch! Not a good game for the Rojinegros, but yeah. And uh, if we go off of John, this should be another loss for Atlas and uh, set them back to where they belong. But Pachuca hasn't. They've only won one game this season. It's not like they're doing so hot either. Yeah, they're just, nope. you know, both both teams are struggling. So this is... Uh, uh, yeah, but... Atlas right? have three wins, though. That's right. They do have nine points. I, yeah. I, I do. But, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just my, my reflexive reaction when I see Atlas lose the way that they did, that you just you just have a feeling that, that, that they're going to just go right into the tank. No, nope. but, so. but also when, when you see, like, the progression. So, I mean, to lose at home that... That's a pretty bad loss, you know. It was 3-1. To, to lose. And then you have to travel, and, and the team you're going to play um, is coming off of, a, like, a really big win. So, yeah, and if we, yeah. look at, if we look at Atlas uh, games, you know, the, their three wins, it was against Veracruz, who have, like, 30 losses. They like to everyone. <laughs> it's his whipping boys. Um they they lost to Santos at home as well. I mean that's ouch. Uh, Isn't it like it's been over a year since they won a game or something like that? 
Yeah, it's been 31. They lost. They've they've lost 31. Well, so, they haven't won other... 31 games in a row. Yeah, some of they've, those other games. I must wow. beat Morelia, which is not not that strong of a team. <clears throat> so I mean, they they got to play some teams that weren't that strong. I think that's that's made them look a bit. Yeah, I mean, weird. well, I mean, that's the same. I mean, what you know, we 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 will see. You know, what the, the, this is a a game in Liga MX where you see, you know, what, what who are we going to learn more about about in this game? Are we going to learn more about Pachuca? Are we going to learn more about Atlas in whatever direction they go? So it's. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is a game for you know. There, there, it is a, an early crossroads game for both teams. Yeah, but I mean, like like Atlas, that uh, you have your wins, but they're against like Juarez, Morelia. They're against some some some. The bottom of the it, table it's teams. The people chafas, like equipo chafas. You can say yeah, like. yeah, and the thing with Pachuca is, uh, you know, they're mid table, and and uh, most often than not, they'll they'll fight for the campeonato. So that's. How's uh, Sambuesa playing for them? I know he he plays for Pachuca now, right? Sambu, yeah, they sent him back. I I just I heard that he was causing problems in their own, mm. so they were like, "All right, you're gone." They, I haven't. They, seen they, he hasn't been lighting it up. He, he he's he's no. been okay, but he hasn't been his old self with like with America or even before that. He hasn't been that good. On Sunday, uh, Toluca gets the who has also had a very uh, rough start to the season, a, a, a customary rough start. In Tijuana, and uh, the, 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 this could be uh, the, 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 this could be Ricardo Lavolpe's last stand here. And uh, it's a home yeah. game. It is a home game against a team that plays at sea level, so. There's That's definitely uh, there's definitely opportunities for 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 for, for Toluca to win this game. So you thinking it's uh, you know, do or die for La Volpe? I think so. I I, I think it is definitely do or die. And you know they just had a, a really unfortunate injury. Uh, part of the uh, the the national team call up of the the the, the, the Toluca killing his name is Medina. Broke his leg in in, in one of the national. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it's a really unfortunate <clears throat> injury. You know who would be in line to take over Bigotón? Chapo. Yes, it, it will be Chapo. I don't. I like La Volpe, but I I want to see Chapo working again. Then he should just come back to Chivas again. I do too. <laughs> He's a good coach, man. No, he is. His numbers, man. People, I think people you know, just still stuck on selection with him, and just retired. They asked him about. Uh, they asked him about the game this weekend, and, and La Volpe did have. A... Yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces, en mi punto de vista, es como un ajedrez. So, <laughs> more, more, more words from uh, from Ricardo. No, it, it's definitely his. Uh, uh, a, a game that he has to win, and they probably should win against uh, against Tijuana because uh, and Tijuana with Oscar Pareja, they're not doing too 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 bad. They're uh, they're you know they've they've had a pretty good. They had, again, they have another great home field advantage too because they play on their awful field, which uh, seems to really really screw up everybody. But uh, Tijuana are kind of hovering in that uh, seven points, so that they're not. Really good. 
had a decent start. They can get. Uh... And of course, the uh, the last game of the week is Guadalajara against Metal Metal. And and I'm going to ask the game of the oh, it's not the game of the week. The game of the week is Veracruz San Luis. Veracruz San Luis. Veracruz San Luis. That's right. That's a so we have uh, we have Necaxa coming off a four nil ass whipping of of San. Isn't it three? Up, uh, it was three zero. I thought it was four. No. Well, it was... it, 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 the three zero was so bad. It, 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 it looks like four. four. It should. It looked like four. It looked like four. <laughs> No, so a 3-0 uh, uh, whipping of a team that had won four in a row. So it wasn't like they were just beating anybody there in Aguascalientes, and they're they're playing in, in against Guadalajara, you know, the, the most the most popular team in Mexico, not just in Mexico, probably of, of, of the fans that live in the U.S. The most popular team, and of course, it's not going to be on TV. It's on YouTube though. It's, it's going to be on it's going to be on YouTube again. Yes, I'm not complaining. <laughs> be on YouTube again. I uh, I don't have cable anymore, so I love this. I hope they uh, go another season without a contract because being able to pull it up on YouTube is is amazing. And then you yeah, get to go in the in the live chat and you're pull it up on. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you get the you get the you get the yellow people. You get, just, you get the you get I will say this. people. I uh, I didn't the first time I looked for their game on YouTube. Just clicked on the first thing and I didn't realize that they also have an English broadcast and it's. It's tough to watch. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad. I don't know. I kind of want to like volunteer and be like, "Hey, man, can I get, can I take over? Because I can do a better job." That is uh, that is unfortunate. Question: they, When have you shown they're not doing the English broadcasting anymore? Uh, games, right? Facebook. Did. I'm you know I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they do it anymore or not. Because it's it's all, I also don't have cable anymore. I I, uh, I just have Hulu Live. Uh, that's really the only thing that I have. So I'm like, you know, I don't I don't even have Univision Deportes anymore. So basically, everything that I do is just I just go to Facebook and go uh, and search, you know, the game, and I'll try to watch a live feed, you know. But uh, yeah, so I was like, I was hoping to get those Facebook, you know, things, but uh, they're. Univision's not doing them anymore. I mean, I, I've checked the past couple of weeks. They're not doing them. I don't think they've done them all year. Yeah, they haven't. So, uh, Chivas, yeah. uh, they, they were down 4-1 against Leon. They uh, they made it respectable uh, with, with a couple of late goals, making 4-3. And... Uh, but now they have a game against Necaxa, which what I would consider a winnable game. Now, are, are these the kind of games, Joel, for if Chivas have uh, league aspirations that they have to win? Yes. Do they have to win this game? It's very important. But the other, the other, the other key to that is uh, having your delantero scoring. And Bully right now has four goals. He's in the. He's made the top. You know, he's in the top goal scorers list. Wait, Bully has a job. Huh? Guli has a job? Guli? I meant Puli, Pulido. Oh, Pulido. Oh, I thought I said, I was like, what? <laughs> I guess oh, I'm oh. um, Yeah, no, but it's, it's good to see him scoring. Uh, not all of those have been penalties, but he's scoring. And, and Vega has also been pretty consistent, even though he uh, doesn't have the goals, but he's gotten penalties. And he's, he's been pretty 
I mean, he scored the golazo against Leon, which is very nice to see. So you you have some of these players that are. That I told you, John Chiwa comment next year. They could get Macias, Uh-oh. and that's it, man. You you have a good, interesting strike force right there. How how, how annoying is it that Tomas Boy doesn't rate Vega as a starter over uh, Alta? Ouch. That is, it's, I can't defend that. I've been a boy defender, and uh, there's only so much I could do. I, I agree with Vega. Is, he's on fire, man, and I've always been of that. If you're going through, uh, even Valdano. Valdano had the great quote on it. He said it about Chicharo. Like if you have a player that's on fire, it's, you know, you play him. And they're going through a good moment, put him in. Well, let me ask y'all maybe ask y'all a question. Maybe what Boy is doing is that he's he's making Vega just earn, you know, he's making him earn the job. Maybe he's not doing enough in practice. Maybe maybe Oliva's just better than he is in practice. That could be very well, and, you know. I, I don't discard that, John. But, also, but then again, I mean, doesn't he earn it though? Don't seem he seem to earn it with what he does. I'm I'm pretty sure better the. Didn't join Chivas and didn't agree to join, you know, switch rivalries just to yeah. sit on the bench. Like, I'm sure they told him, you're going to be starting like X amount of or X percentage of games. Like, that's part of the deal. That's why we brought you here. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. I will hide my face. Yeah. So I think Vega is just unfortunately having to, got the, he got the short end of the stick, but it's obviously working for him and Polido. Well, maybe it's of, better for, for Vega to come off the bench right now. And there is no shame in that. You know, Chicharito was hot, and half the game, you know, he came off the bench. Yeah, Chicharito had to beat out. Uh, he was almost in a very similar situation mm-hmm. as uh, Chivas had uh, Borghetti. Well, but, but Sir Alex benched the EPL's leading scorer for Chicharito in the, in the Champions League final. You're talking about, um, <laughs> este, ¿cómo se llama? El Bato. The... Berbatov, he didn't even make the bench. They picked Michael Owen over him. Embarrassing. <laughs> How do you put Michael Owen over Berbatov? It's like, what? He must have done something to piss off. But the, thing with, uh, the thing with Oribe is, what what has he done, like even with his time on the field, has he done anything productive that he's even main, uh, uh, deserved? To keep that starting Maria role. Peralta hasn't scored in like a year and a half. Yeah. So what? No, so what? Serious. So what? The, what is he? How is he earning his spot as a starter? Where Vega has obviously scored, and uh, you know, it's, seems to be in a better. But he's just cashing in on his experience points. Did, that's did all. Did you not hear what Jaime said? What? What did he say? Oh, oh. God! Are you listening oh, to this yeah. podcast, bro? <laughs> I know, but that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he hasn't, he hasn't done saying, it. He hasn't done anything. He, he doesn't he matter. But if 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 his contract, he's it's it's part you know, of the oh, agreement. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Regardless if he was playing bad, he's still a hot commodity. He still sells tickets. Nah, that doesn't matter. Chivas, he, it does matter because you make money. It's, yeah, but if you're losing, you if you're losing. You're not gonna you're not gonna sell tickets anymore. You're gonna be down on the t- in ticket sales. You're yeah, be down but on... I mean, you wanted the players, so now you if you agree to whatever uh, demand he had, then you have to make that work. That should that so should never got... be in a contract. That shouldn't like I, if no, I was a, a coach. Do you play FIFA? 
Do you play FIFA? Like the no. game FIFA? No, I don't. Oh, so in career mode, when you sign a player, you have to tell them uh, their level of importance to the team. So crucial, important, sporadic, rotation, and prospect. So basically, Chivas signed Uribe like as a crucial player that he's going to be playing yeah. pretty much every single game. Like that's the expectations of when they brought him over. And um, that's why he's playing these games, even though he's not really producing. But you, you seem to say, would you, you know, say that he has written? What happens first? Does Veracruz win or does Oribe score another goal? I think Oribe scores, man. He Oribe Oribe did score, but it was disallowed, was right? Slightly, he was slightly offside. Yeah. And they could just give <clears> him he a was penalty. Just he barely like, offside. He was so offside they shouldn't have called it, right, Jorge? Can Can we just agree on one thing that uh, Polido should not be allowed to take penalties? Just like Parba shouldn't be allowed to take penalties anymore. But doesn't Puli have two scored in a row, though? When he doesn't do the hop, he scores. He's not yeah, a bad penalty he, taker. He, um, what I'm saying is, like, Oribe, in his contract, if it states, I will be a starter for X amount of games or whatever. I don't or think whatever, that his contract states that. I just think that that's just the... Okay. So then Boy needs to have more uh, more gall and take, and take him out and bench him. Needs to needs to do what's best for the team, not just because oh, I signed him as a crucial player, <clears throat> or he's not acting like a crucial player, so he needs to be let, lowered down to uh, mediocre. And I then, agree. And the, and the I player. think I think a few more games, and then Tomas Boy will be like, "Hey, man, I gave you a shot. Obviously, you're not putting out numbers. Like, I think right now, because we're, we're in meet, match week what six, seven, like it's yeah, a little bit too. No point into six. Yeah. So I think that's why it's like. Well, I gave okay. you like ten games, you know, and now it's like, boom, you're done. You're on the bench. Well, I mean, I think again, right now, let, let let Vega let Vega beat him out. You know, if he, if he beats him out, then he, then Oribe was, and and Oribe would be fine with that. But but if Vega's not beat him out, then you know. Yeah, My no, question is, is does does Chivas play better with Oribe on the field or not? Whether he's scoring goals or not. Does no. the offense move better? <laughs> they play better with Vega. He's more dynamic. Do they? Okay. Well, then. You would hope that Oribe would be the kind of player that holds up play, you know, plays his back to the goal and sort of sets up uh, the wingers and Polido. You think that'd be like his he, role he on the team? He's participate in, uh, in uh, Trophy's goal. Oribe did? Yes. So, so that's so that was my next question. Who has the better relationship with La Trophies, Oribe or or, or, or Vega? On, on the field, who does, who does Trophies have more chemistry? Trophies with? already gave Oribe some props. I mean, it's like, hey, man, a big reason that I've been improving is, is uh, you know. Well, then you know what, Oribe has to stay on the field. Then, <laughs> if it's if it's better for La Trophies, then that's what has to happen. Better I do, and you know. I do think that's one of the other things of having a guy like that. But I think I think uh, I, I can't use that excuse anymore because Vega is, is doing so well. But I, I say like in the past he would just take all the all the heat, you know, being in there like all the focus was on him. Because I, I think there was some of these players just couldn't handle just being on the limelight. Right. So predictions, you think Nekaxa will beat Chivas on the road or you think Chivas will handle business? Oh, well, Chivas is hosting. They're at home. 
Mm -hmm. Lewis has been doing very good at home. So I could see very, I mean, it'll be disappointing if they lose. I could see a draw, though. Um, I see a 2-2 draw. That's my prediction. You see a draw, but I, I would give, I would make Chivas slight favorites. But they do have, like, I think it's like four wins in a row now. Four or five at home. So I want to see that continue. Uh, the Akron's becoming, you know, res respectable again. Well, was, was, has it ever been respectable? Have, have, oh, people, yeah. have teams gone into the Akron and go, oh, I'm so scared to play here with the, the half-full seats. Oh, the... He meant to do us like that, John. He meant, he meant to say Jalisco. Like he meant to oh, say like Jalisco. Oh, oh, oh. Exactly, yeah. It's like... <clears throat> You know, it, 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 you might as well walk into like a hospital room, which is so sterile. You know, it's just, you know, te Texas Stadium had more atmosphere than. There's nothing going on, man. I watch, I, you know, I, even Atlas games have better atmosphere than what happens at Chivas. Even the San Jose oh, earthquakes oh, have a better oh, atmosphere. Can. Nah, Damn. not Chivas. Chivas have atmosphere is just with the when the right teams come. Um. If we look at their last five five head-to-head uh, -head games against Nicaxa, 0-0 draw, 2-2 draw, 3-1 victory for Chivas, 1-0 victory for Chivas, and a 3-3 draw uh, February of, of this year. So the numbers favor Chivas. I think it's a 2-2 draw at home. Hmm. How is Chivas doing? They're like, they're like in like fifth or sixth place or something like that. No, they dropped. They, 11. They dropped too. They're number 11. Nikaxa is number Nikaxa 9. Nikaxa is even higher than theirs. Yes, so... Uh, Same points, it's just goal difference. Right. I, you know, I, I kind of agree with Joel. If, uh, if Chivas uh, want to go further in run, then these are the games they have to win. So I think that uh, a win here puts them on a, on a, on a very decent track. And uh, it, it gets them going for... Uh, you know, for, for for the for the for the meaty part of the season. So I think that they uh, that they, that they get the win, and uh, Osboy uh, will, will will continue to torment Chiermanos. Yeah, and you know it could be a high-scoring game, so two-two, like like Kaima says. But um, I, I do see some of these players pretty hungry, so um, I I do hope. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit uh. I'm still a little bit salty about their last meeting, that 3-3 match, because remember Chivas came back. They were down 2-1. Did uh, somebody miss a bunch of penalties? It was like 2-1. They came back and they they scored two goals. And like I think like within the last like 10 minutes, they, they we thought it was like the game winner. But then like on the last play of the game, Nekaksa scored the, the draw, like 94th minute. It was insane. So... Um, yeah, I think I think uh, you're right, Jolie. I think uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, exciting. High so, five. so like Kaima said, five. match of the week. Yeah, it is. Don't so sleep Hickory, on this game. Match of the week. And guess what? You don't even have to have cable to watch it. What a time yeah. to be alive. We've had enough <laughs> of uh, America Tigres. Too many oh, matchups yeah, in the last, what, couple weeks? It's just getting kind of stale. I I I I see that game being pretty like close, you know, zero zero, maybe one one. Yeah, I, I think I think Tigres got that one. I think America is going to be wiped out, and then uh, and then it'll give it'll give Piojo a chance to 
you know, to, to bitch some more. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Do you think this you may not? Is... You may not, sir. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do you think? Uh... All right, I'll be quiet then. No, <laughs> Tigres America does it merit the word Clásico now, or is it? No. I think if, if they continue to play games like this for for maybe another ten years, then yeah. But mm. right now, no. I think it's just. I mean, it, it, it is the, the the two teams over the past three or four years that have that have that have, that have played a a lot of big games, but I don't necessarily would call it. A... It's like a modern classic, I guess. I mean, it's just yeah. you know, it's the best matchup right now in the game. I'll, I'll definitely call it that. It's the best matchup in the game makes right now. Yeah, I, I I agree. You have to keep up with it, but it's becoming one. Um, a derby. I know the fans are having fun. I know the medical fans are having fun uh, disregarding it. Uh, so that's funny. But I think that helps build the animosity. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I do think Tigres is going to be, they're going to want to beat America again, drive that shiv, you know, further the wound. And this is niveles, okay? <laughs> yeah, a... but and I agree with the niveles. The Tigres, in the past ten years, they've they've been they've been up there, man. How so many international like... titles do they have in, in those what? ten years? <laughs> there you go. Yikes. Ron had to come in. With they've the... been concentrating. They've What's been that? concentrating on the domestic uh-huh. here. So uh, I mean, how many international? Do any Mexican teams have, to be honest? Well, you know what? They did reach the Libertadores final. Yeah. How much they lost? Yeah, but they got there, you know. And I think, uh, I do think they'll win. They'll win one pretty soon. But I do think Tuca being Tuca, I think his, his focus has always been the league. Well, he knows how to get to finals. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's it's past my bedtime. Yeah, it's uh, to, it's, it's, it's time to, to wrap it up here. But I'm glad that we work. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that we were able to uh, to space out our our show night just to, just in time to let uh, our 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 one of our, our resident we have like five resident chivas on this on. This. <laughs> Bit of Chivas commentary before we wrap it up here, but uh, not everybody could join us, and uh, I'm not sure if there was a chat going on on YouTube or not. I'm, 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 yeah, Carlos Diaz, an America fan, gave his uh, support support to the Aguilas. Well, we wouldn't want it any other way from uh, from from my you know just the fact that we had another Aguila on there. I will uh, just. Just a, just just a little bit, just a little bit. Because you know we always play the, we play the other one so much that I always feel like uh, we need to play the American one occasionally. I'll permit that. <laughs> play that out for our, our, our fellow American. Yeah. But uh, you know, obviously, we have the uh, the one. That... But we won't play that one. Music to my ears. Because they haven't, uh, they haven't. Frankly, they haven't. They haven't earned it. Chivas uh, have 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 not uh, have not earned it yet. Well, I did see fun in Acapulco last night, which uh, if it was. It's...
drops his fears and, and dives off La Quebrada. As 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 any divers want to do, comes up and, and sings with with uh, with about a thirty piece mariachi band Guadalajara. Word. And when when Joel, when you dove off the Quebrada, did you have a mariachi band at the ready for you? Crickets. <laughs> I think he uh, he went to bed. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> nothing, nothing from Hoyt. Anyway, you know, I, I think we're going to have to do a little bit of ASMR, you know, to end the to end the podcast, <laughs> get him some sleep. Uh, is that is, is, is that the whispering talk? Yeah. All right, guys. I'm Ron, thank it, you man. for joining us. Yeah, it's getting late over here, my I know, I know, I know, I know it's rough up on the East Coast, but we do appreciate you joining us. All right, and, and, and defending your Aguilas, even though they, uh, you know, shot themselves uh, twice, not once, but twice in, in, in the League's Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> they said, you're not going to score on me. I'll score on myself. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that Fans can walk away from the school saying, I saw America score four goals. No. You know they won't have to. They won't have to say the the second part of that of, of that statement. But you know what what they say is true. They saw America score four goals in one night. Yep. <laughs> Not bad. That uh, that story will change. Thanks. Thanks for hopping on, Ron. All right, guys. Later. Later, man. Vicky's, thanks for setting this up here on the Discord. Uh, we seem to have a like. I mean, at least for me, it seems like like the audio kind of cuts in and out. But uh, you'll. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, like right there. <laughs> yeah, you kind of cut out. I think it's yeah, your internet, bro. Like... <laughs> no, I mean my internet's fine, but uh, I mean, I mean, it's not just me. I, 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 just, I constantly hear other people cut in and out too. So. Mm. Yeah, interesting. What's up with that? Maybe I'll try it on the. Uh... Maybe it's because you can't handle the truth and it has to cut out. Well, I definitely can't handle the truth, but usually technology doesn't kick uh, me in the nuts every time I, I don't handle it. Yeah. Is it better to use a, a, a Firefox or Google for this for this thing? I use the app. There's an app. I, I use Chrome, so it's been Chrome. working fine for All me. Right. I've used Chrome. All well, right. I use the app as well, but for the podcast, I've been using Chrome. Yeah, you can download the uh, desktop app, or you can. Oh, is there a desktop oh. app? Mm-hmm. I'd much rather use that. Yeah. It's pretty solid. But anyway, we'll uh, get on with our little uh, tech talk a little later. But right now, we need to wrap up the show. So, Cheeky, thanks for coming on. Hi, man. Right. Thank you for, for hopping on uh, to get a little little Chivas talk in late. We do appreciate that. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, my name is John Jagu, and for uh, Joel Aceves and Ron De Luna. My name is John Jagu. This is the Cantina Max Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you again next time.